I'm Chance. And I'm Sarah Catherine. And this is Conservation Connection. Presented by Last Chance Endeavors. We are a husband and wife team running a wildlife education nonprofit. It's focused on connecting students to their environment. Each week, here on Conservation Connection, we do just that. Introducing you to the groundbreaking science and conservation work that's happening every day across the globe. We talk to professionals in the world of conservation science and wildlife management, and we ask them about their career, their current projects, their wild and crazy stories from the field, and everything in between. This episode is a collaboration with EarthX here in Dallas, Texas. EarthX is the largest Earth Day celebration in the world, and it brings in speakers from every corner of the environmental arena. Listen in to hear the stories of today's environmental titans, covering everything from environmental law, ocean health, renewable energy, clean transportation, and so much more. Let's get to the show. Alrighty, guys, welcome to another episode of Conservation Connection. We are here in Dallas for EarthX 2022. We are incredibly excited to be sitting down with Chief Tashka Yawanawa. Welcome to the show. So you are the chief of an indigenous tribe in the Amazon rainforest. Exactly. I'm the chief of the Yawanawa people. The Yawanawa people is about 1,600 people that live in the Yawanawa territory. It's located in the state of Acre in the Brazilian Amazon rainforest. And what are some of the battles that you guys have been fighting to protect your traditional way of life? Well, today... The Yawanawa people, from immemorial time, they depend 100% to survive of the forest. We don't have a supermarket, we don't have a McDonald's, wherever, Walmart, everything we get is from the forest. We get the food, we get the water, we get the material to build the house, everything comes from the forest. For this reason, we confront so many times with people that is trying every year more material for the forest without preserving, like a uh, logging company, mining. These guys, they just want to use one time, they never want back anymore. Uh, and now in our Cosmovision, you get just a piece where you need it. You don't get the whole thing. You just get a piece without cause damage because in the future people are going to need it to use it too. Uh, like in Brazil, we have this very strange president. He's against indigenous people. He's against nature. He's against everything. And he tried creating new laws allowing big companies to log in indigenous territory. Oh, Mining, things like that. In case of the Yawanawa, we have this Brazilian pop star they call Ratinho. And in Ratinho, he is have this land that surround us and want to explore mahogany. Uh, surround our territory is considered a paradise of mahogany. And if actually he get the whole papers he needed to do that, but to be oppression, he, he don't allow him to do that. Because if he do that, they going to cause a lot of damage to the forest, to the river, and for the peoples. So it's basically the issue that you rely 100%. Every need that you have is met 
by the forest. Exactly. And when these outside companies come in and they want to log it for short gains and, and to make money today or this year or in the next two years, it inhibits the ability of your people to continue living there because it, it breaks the ecosystem. It causes it to no longer be producing the things that you need just to survive, right? Which we live in a completely different system here. That's I grew up in a completely different system. If I needed something, I would hop in my car, I would drive down the road, and I would go buy it. And that's just simply not an option for people that are living an indigenous lifestyle today. And you guys have been kind of excluded from the conversation when it comes to making the decisions and protecting these lands at a legislative level, right? Exactly. Well, what happened today is that the majority of the Brazilian Congress is running by the agro-business guy. For this reason, they came. And uh, one part is about agro-business, another one for people from the we call Bancada da Bíblia, the, the Christianity people. And they try to control the Congress. We are the minority. For this reason, the way that we use it to make our voice to be heard, expression. Make a, like last week, we have this big Brazilian indigenous manifestation. We was right on uh, walking the streets in the march, say we are against the whole what the government doing today. And we use the media, we use the TV, the radio, we hit the all media from Facebook, Instagram, put our voice into that. Otherwise, they just go pass over here. And uh, we try effectively use the spaces. I think the international community is so important because the international community can press the Brazilian government to hear our voice as indigenous people. Indigenous people talk for other people that they have the same chance to share in the struggle. Like I feel lucky because I, I'm able to speak English, meaning and the majority of indigenous people is not able to speak English and, and tell our story to the public and to uh, major audience to say indigenous people to survive it today need international support that we are fight for noblest cause. Today, to fight to preserve the environment, to preserve the, the planet, and not just responsibility for indigenous people, for, but for each one that live in this world. Because we are live in the same planet. We're not, not here in vacation. We're born here, we live here, we're going to die here. Which legacy? I'm talking about the humanity. We're going to live for future generation. Indigenous people fighting for to live the legacy for future generation. And we invite everyone to come together with us fighting for preserve our planet. You have people working with you, but you also have people, like you said, the president of Brazil and others who are working against you. What drives you and gives you the motivation to be able to continuously go back and stand up to those people and just continue fighting? Because since we born, we born in the middle of a struggle. In the history of colonization, people try to erase us every day, every week, every month, every year. We, but we survive. 
I was telling the other day to, to the audience for indigenous leaders that for 500 years ago, when the, the European guys arrived in Brazil, they did everything to erase us from the map. They don't did it because we resist. It's not one government of four years going to erase us. We're going to continue fighting. We fight because every time when we saw a star, when we saw a blue sky, when we see sun, when we wake in the morning, we renew this energy because this comes from the mother nature. This gave us the energy to sink and to fight. And that's make us strong more than yesterday. And in our cosmovision, whatever we do today, the future generation go enjoy what we're doing today. Right. And that matters a lot to me is that I'm, yes, I would like to live the rest of my life in a healthy environment. But more so, I want the next generation to have the same experiences that I get to have. And I want their next generation to have the same experiences that I get to have. And it's just important that we fight for the people who are unable to fight for themselves because they don't exist yet. They haven't been born yet, right? And that is worth fighting for. You're not just fighting for yourself, but you're fighting for the existence of your culture and allowing it to exist forever. For our listeners who have hopefully listened to the podcast before, they may have heard our episodes with Vance Martin from the Wild Foundation. And I know that you are close with Vance. You have worked closely together. Um, I believe he said you were like a brother to him. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about what it has been like for you working with Vance and the Wild Foundation? Yes, for, for us, since I met Vance... I think 10 years ago, I met Vance. And when, when we saw each other, uh, we know we have something in common. We have the same mission together. And we share this, this mission, work for people and for the planet, the same work I do. I don't see people differently. It's no matter the color of our skin or our hair. We are human beings. We live in a planet with a, a human being community. And uh, since there, we are working together to protect the planet, to preserve the environment. And uh, Vince and I work together. We did a lot of work with, not just for the Yawanawa, but all the other people. And in case of the Yawanawa, he support us with the Yawanawa uh, social and environmental projects. Uh, that's we are protecting 200,000 of their of the land, and with 1,600 people, preserve the language, preserve the cultural and spiritual manifestation, and that's what we be doing. And yes, of course, Vince is my brother, spiritual brother. Uh, we really have a lot of things in common. That's awesome. As awful as it is to think about the fact that in some form or another, people have been trying to remove you and your culture from existence for literally hundreds of years, there's something really powerful about the fact that you can look back and say, 
when the Europeans arrived, they tried and they tried and they tried and they tried and they couldn't remove us. And now we're facing these new threats and they will try and they will try. But just like we persevered previously, we will continue to do so today and we will continue to do so into the future and for future generations. Every morning when you wake up, you have this motivation. You see around you. My inspiration is the little kids. Every time when I wake up in the morning, the little kids walk around laughing, creating trouble. That's, <laughs> I see my, I reborn again in yeah. them. And from them, they're going to reborn in another generation. The reason why uh, 500 years ago, they not raise us in the map because we are very connected with our spirituality. We are not alone. Every time when, when we are in the ceremony, the spirit of ancestors come with us. They walk with us. They pray with us. They dance with us. That makes us stronger. We feel invisible. We feel untouchable. This power comes from immemorial time. And every time one young person is singing, when a young lady, when a little child or a spiritual leader is singing, he's asking and he are connected with the Creator. This is the real motive why we survive at today. I think this is not just for the Yawanawa, but for all indigenous people around the world. Absolutely. It shows up in every culture that nature connects us and it connects us to each other. It connects us to the land. It connects us to the creator, whatever that may be. And I just I really think that that's an important the spirituality that comes with nature is a really important aspect that doesn't often get talked about enough, especially in sort of a more sciencey podcast or a more scientific forum it's really important that human element and how we feel connected to each other and to the land through nature is absolutely vital if people wanted to learn more about the yawanawa is there a way for them to access more information on who you are and the work that you're doing sure we have this uh website they call ascy.com they all show about the Yawanawa and uh, what project we're doing, about how the Yawanawa are living, the ceremony, how we organize it today, how, how we deal with the Brazilian government, the whole thing we talk, you can find in this place. Awesome. So if you guys are listening and you'd like to learn more about the work that Chief Tashka is doing, you guys can scroll down to the show notes. I'm going to put that link right there so you can click on it while you're listening to the show. Sure. And also I have my Facebook. Anyone connect with me? Tashka Yovanao can find me in there. <laughs> yep. Now, this is just an audio recording. So I want to tell our listeners that while we've been sitting here, I've been sitting across from a man who is in full indigenous headdress, his face paint. This is a man who is clearly fighting for the indigenous people. We're going to try and get a photo online so that you guys can see this incredible man that we're sitting with. Yeah, absolutely. Once we uh, post this episode, we'll put a picture up on our Instagram so everyone can see you and really feel the work that you're doing. Thank you so much for sitting down with us today. We really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. I think 
as the way how we spray out the work we're doing. It's important people listen and come together with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Conservation Connection. If you enjoyed our podcast, go ahead and subscribe to make sure you catch every episode that we post. We'd love to hear from you. So if you want to reach out, go to our website, lastchanceendeavors.com backslash contact and shoot us an email. We love questions from our listeners. So if you heard something that you want to know more about, be sure to let us know. If you've got a minute to spare, leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts will help other conservation-minded people find the show. We'd really appreciate it. A big thanks to the people working to protect our planet and a big thanks to you for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week.